Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As experts, we know that people buy from people and work with people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So I'm so glad you're here because it's that time again now to really amplify how you show up in the world. Hi there and welcome to the Jane Anderson Show. I am so thrilled that you are here and to be able to share with you the interview today with our very special guest. But before I do a little bit about me, so I have my own consulting practice. So I've worked with large organizations for the last 20 years and now I help women who have consulting practices to help them to grow theirs. So some of the people we've worked with or I've worked with are Ikea, Lego, Rio Tinto and for a lot of the ladies that I work with, they often are trying to work out, well, how do you get into these organizations and how do they understand how to buy you and how do you price your programs and should I sell coaching or should I sell training so there's all that myriad of questions and my absolute obsession is helping them to be able to create this life of um, fun freedom and that fulfillment in their work so that they can really live that life of choice and so today I'm interviewing someone who I wanted to introduce to you so our special guest today has over 15 years experience as a high performance mindset and executive coach she has helped thousands of people break through clear their limiting programs and transform the ordinary into extraordinary. She has worked with entrepreneurs, leaders, high-achieving business professionals and athletes to help them gain clarity, confidence and build consistency in all that they do. She's known for getting to the core of their problems, having a pretty no-fluff type of approach and being obsessed with getting them results. Her experience is in life, so she's represented Australian ultra-distance triathlons and competing at the gruelling Hawaiian Iron Woman Championships. She spent six years traveling the globe, mostly in solo adventures. Her former career was managing and leading a sales team to really lead and excel in their targets. And her clients often refer to her as the mindset alchemist, and she is known for her persistence and determined nature. Please enjoy the interview today with Mandy Napier. Welcome, Mandy. I'm so thrilled that you're here today, Mandy. Thank you so much for joining us. So first of all, you have an amazing practice. Tell us all about it. How did you get into it? Cool. Thanks, Jane. Well, how I got into my practice, it's mindset for success, is probably from what happened to me in my life. Right. Long story short, I made a bit of a mess of things and I had to stop my sport because of physical challenges. And when you're an athlete, you just want to get out there and fix it, but nobody could fix me. So I realized I created my situation. So it was on healing myself and very selfish, trying to sort myself out and get back into sport that I realized that I was the problem and I got into personal development, which started with Huna philosophy and Hawaiian massage. And then my light bulb moment came when I did, didn't even know what it was in those days, a neuro-linguistic programming course and a technique that I did, I got a light bulb moment. And it pulled all my experience together. And I knew at that moment that this stuff worked and I had to get it out to other people so they could change in far less pain and time than it took me. (laughs) (laughs) We teach what we've had to learn, hey? Yeah. Before that, I thought I'd learned my lessons on the lava fields in Hawaii. I thought I knew what it took. Mindset, grit, 
but obviously there was more for me to learn to really get it. And I'm still learning today, of course. Wow. That's amazing, Mandy. Okay. Well, now we're intrigued. What is the technique? What is this process? So you apply what you've learned, you've gone on and applied that with your clients. Is that right? Absolutely. And the first technique for me after many, many trainings was actually what I think it was called a decision destroyer. Everything in life is energy and Mm -hmm. we run patterns and habits and unseen. So the power of the unseen and we all have beliefs that shape our life today. Most of our beliefs, which I learned, we pick up by the age of nine. So unbeknowing to me, but sort of knowing to me, I had this little voice in my head sometimes, despite representing Australia in sport and traveling the world on my own when I came to learn new things you went oh you're a bit weird you can't do this or you're not good enough (laughs) yeah and then I later learned we all have it so literally during the process I could feel this shift of energy and it was just this big cloud of this heavy you're not good enough lifted and I saw through it and created a new belief and so hard to explain but in that moment yeah a light bulb came and that is one of my foundational t- techniques that I use with many of my clients because wow. I know it works and I've seen the results in my clients I have such intention around it that we usually get great results and of course there's many other techniques that I do with my clients to help them transform the energy of a thought an old feeling anxiety stress or an old belief that's holding them back from their level of success Amazing. So tell us a bit about the type of clients that you work with, Mandy. Who do you pile this with? Sure. So over the years, I guess when I started, I worked with anybody and everybody like 16 years ago. And that's evolved now. A lot of my clients today, Jane, are what I call my high performing business professionals and or entrepreneurs, or they may be leaders. They've already got a pretty good level of success, yet they know that they're holding themselves back in some capacity. Perhaps, you know, as you work with women and we all know about the imposter syndrome, but the biggest challenge that I find with my high performers is they either have a little doubt about themselves and Mm -hmm. they're very hard on themselves and that Mm -hmm. creates immense pressure and stress. So I help them clear that. And I also work with a sprinkling, not many, but a few athletes to help them prepare themselves for performance and keep their mindset and emotional state in good condition. And when they come to see you, Mandy, what are the type of challenges that they might say they're experiencing? Is it that they're not putting themselves into situations where they could be scared that they're going to fail or they're scared that, like you said, they're not good enough or what are the things that are happening for them? Yeah, quite often it's that fear of failure, fear of being seen and making a mistake. So that's probably what holds people back the most. And then I get a lot of, it's amazing how many people have a little bit of a fear of confrontation or conflict. So communication, Ah. mm, they, for whatever patterns they have, they don't like perhaps disciplining their staff or speaking up or making tough decisions in the workplace when it involves other people. Okay. That's a big one. And the other one that I find quite massive is, I guess you could call it at the base level, that work-life equilibrium. They are so fixated on achieving and being responsible for everybody and everything and getting results that they often forget to put themselves first, which means they don't always have great habits 
healthy habits and habits of discipline in their practice too. Right. So Mandy, we've worked together for a little while and we talk a lot about the type of currencies that people work with. What's the big currency that your clients are working with? Is it confidence when they've got the mindset to be able to achieve the things that they're most afraid of? What business are you really in (laughs) is often what we ask. Yeah. And look, on the high level, I guess it's empowerment, but that doesn't mean so much for many people. So I call it my three C's, the circles of success. It's about getting clarity. Right. When you're clear about what you want, you can see the path forward and take action. It's about building confidence. We all need more confidence to have the courage to take the next step, make decisions. And the other C is about being consistent ah okay so clarity confidence and consistency which also map to which i won't go into but they map to our three intelligences that we have and our three major areas that we can change so those are the kind okay tell us what the intelligences are yeah so we all know we have this brain in our head which gets us into a lot of trouble and it does amazing things as well as our head brain we also have a heart that is its own intelligence and a gut brain so quite often we overuse our head and we forget to tap into what we really want, what we desire. And then our gut, which is the seat of our identity and action, we forget to engage our gut or we make it work too hard that we get nervous and we just feel resistance to taking things. So a lot of my work okay. is helping people align their three intelligences and then we can make better decisions, wiser choices and feel more aligned in everything that we do and elevate our performances. So this is fascinating work, Mandy. Mindset is this whole competitive advantage, isn't it? With coming through COVID, that's been a big one. I'm imagining that you've done quite a bit of work with people coming through that time is how do we get through this? Then the the other category, if we think about, we talk a bit about relevance in the market is you've got the mindset, say, from a leadership perspective, but then the biggest emerging category is the wellness category in areas of expertise. Your practice is really aligned with a number of categories, isn't it? What other categories do you notice that you're sort of bought in when people are thinking about working with someone like you? Yeah, it's very much the health and wellness. It's, you know, health is probably my top value and I've always done sports and exercise and health has been my number one so a lot of people that work with me know mm-hmm. that their habits are not very helpful like let's say they're eating or they're drinking or they're time out but it also extends to what I call our mental health which is such a problem these days and mental health our yes. thoughts we're stressed so I help a lot of people with a lot of anxiety and stress and pressure that they put on themselves which ultimately causes us dis-ease and health I've lived through it so very much Mm -hmm. mental and emotional health as well as physically being fit and capable very very much the the mental health at the moment and Mandy for those who are listening they're thinking about okay so what does Mandy's sort of programs look like do you how do people buy you is it a mix of the modes of delivery is it speaking training or is it just coaching like what sorts of um, how do you deliver your expertise with your clients Sure. The one that I went back to, especially over COVID, is my base skill, which is coaching. Working one-on-one, while I've done groups, there's a lot of people that say how powerful they are. Everybody is unique. And I truly believe that when I can give 
one-on-one help to people. I can help them see what they can't see and tailor make the tools and techniques that I use to specifically help them get the results they need. So I have a few programs. Generally, my base one is a 12-week program. Okay. Which is for people that want to get results now, that's about equally as popular as my six-month program where we have that longer accountability and sustained contact. Right. And but having said that, many clients might start on the six months, but I've got clients that I've worked with for many years because mm-hmm. change and growth. And I do speak as well. I've done quite a bit of training, I guess, and educating in the education space for teachers and also for financial sectors and a couple of big companies that I work with I train their teams so that the team is functioning optimally as well as the boss (laughs) I love it that's great man you've got really leveraged IP haven't you because you've been working in this space for a while but you've got so your IP is delivered you take a piece of IP and you might deliver that in a workshop or a conference and then you're able to say you know if it needs that's the framework that it provides for your coaching program yeah Yeah, that's right. And I have to give you a big thank you for helping me put it all together in a better format, which is fabulous because, as you say, you take a piece and I can speak about it or I can one-on-one coach and I can write a book, which I have one already, but I'm doing my second book at the moment, which I want to, you know, really get out to more people. Great. And Mandy, You've had your practice for some time. You've been delivering these programs in the modes, obviously, that clients are able to buy you. You're in a category they understand how to buy, particularly now. What have been the biggest lessons learnt that you've had in your practice over the time you've had it? Yeah, wow, I've had so many. I think first and foremost, I'm somebody that likes a bit of variety. I know I'm not alone in that. And when I set my practice, I think I did a bit of everything. In my training, I was told I should write. I did hypnosis CDs. I wrote a book. I got on social media when it was new. And I just did so many things that I splattered myself a little bit. So I think a lesson that I've got is I used to think that doing the same thing was a bit boring years ago. But now I realize I got that totally wrong. Doing the same thing allows you to craft your skill and improve and get a consistent message out to people because yeah. quite often you've got different people listening to you. So yeah. I think I'd take that one very a lot more seriously than I did when I first set my business up. Right. Okay. So in terms of the focus of what you've got to deliver and planning on that delivery. So if you had your time again, Mandy, if when you reflect back, is there anything you do differently or change that you would do differently or earlier or Absolutely. If I and I didn't know this when I set my business up, Jane. But if I could go back now with the the wisdom and the the challenges and the learnings, I would do my utmost to find a person who is the opposite of me, someone who has a lot of detail, loves technical things, would love to log all my content and catalog it, would like to market me by writing the words and doing all that side of it, but has no skills in what I do and has no desire to be seen in the world. So it would be that brilliant support person that can take a lot of time with software technical challenges and organize me because the detail isn't my natural forte. So that's what I would do. And I would stick on my desk less is more. Yeah. (laughs) 
and slow down, slow down to speed up, which I teach a lot now, but I certainly didn't embrace that when I first had my business. Right. Such valuable lessons because it can feel like you're just trying to work out what will stick, throw it all. In a lot of ways, you kind of got to get through that to see what works, but it's pretty exhausting, isn't it? It is. I think I heard from, might have been you or someone long time ago, you can call it splattering. Marketing could be splattering, not strategic. And (laughs) And I think when social media was quite new, I think, in my business, and I thought I should be on it. You should get on Twitter and you should have a YouTube account and you should go on Facebook. So you do a bit of everything and all you do is you splatter. I think they call it spray and pray or something. Spray and pray. <laughs> yeah. Spray and pray it works. Yes. <laughs> something so, works. Although I thought I had a bit of a strategy, it, it really wasn't clear. And again, if I could put the clocks back, I would probably wish I'd found someone like you earlier who is so strategic and organized and has this complete clarity and focus that it's like you just do this and this to pull all the ideas out and distill them into small steps for a clear pathway and let a lot of stuff go yeah thanks Mandy because I know I was the same I was like okay when I started my practice many years ago, I thought it was all about SEO because that was what my friends were doing. And I was like, oh, I didn't do SEO at uni. I did all this before the internet. I did my degree when the internet didn't even exist. Things change, but you're right. It can be easy to pull into going, oh, I'm missing out. Is this person saying to do TikTok? Should I be doing TikTok? Yeah. I don't want to be left behind. Oh, this person's doing this thing. And particularly there's so much change. It's easy to get pulled in, isn't it? But to try and when you can get to a point where you can distill down and go, you know what? I just do one to three sort of marketing activities that work well and lean into those. And that's a really nice feeling when you start to see which ones work best, isn't it? Oh, it is. And I think we have to realise that we might read about these success stories of people that went from rags to riches. But in reality, with everyone I've worked with, the books I've read, there is no easy path to success. It takes a lot of change, a lot of uncomfortableness, a lot of great moments. And as long as we're learning as we go, we'll get there. How great it is to get there with a little bit more flow and ease rather than struggle and stress and trying to just do too much, which sometimes comes from our patterns of being high achievers and that drive, which can be unhealthy too, as I'm well aware from the past. That's a really valuable point, Mandy, is a shift that sort of happens in your practice. If you're a high achiever and you've been work, work, work and go hard, is there's a point where the practice shifts and that you go, actually, it's now sort of growing on its own. All that work has shifted. You can actually pull the days back a little bit it's nice to kind of be at that point but sometimes it's a recalibration that sometimes can happen can't it to go hang on (laughs) it's actually working (laughs) we can slow down Mandy for those who are listening there's some that are listening to you and you are so inspiring you have I think one of the dream practices that for those particularly who have I think there's some who have gone how do you make wellness because they might have had a wellness practice that have been b2c and thinking about how you make the move to b2b because it's kind of like the one the people that i talk to they go oh that's kind of like the nirvana of how do you get over there to be able to generate different another revenue stream and it's not just b2c but for those who are listening some of them are thinking about starting their consulting practice and being able to go into corporate some of them want to do say work with high performers and executives who are trying to get their edge 
what advice would you have for those women who are listening who are either thinking about starting a practice like this or or perhaps are trying to grow one? I think the first thing that people really need to think about is what rocks their boat, what drives them. You've got to, this is where you've got to come down to your heart and mm. be honest and authentic with yourself as to what do you really want to do? What excites you and what skills do you have? You know, what have you been through in your life that you can honestly teach to someone else? And then within that context, you've then got to be very focused on serving your clients, not looking at it as a transaction of, oh, I want their money. It's how can I serve my clients the best and keep your focus on how do you get them results? It's I set my business up before the internet, I think, when we very much, I went, if I can help my clients get magnificent results, I can create a referral business. And that bit hasn't changed. We have to consider other humans and we have to be really open to listen because in this busy world, a lot of people don't really listen. We must be Mm. totally present with our clients and remove all our own stuff which takes a bit of doing so that we're totally present and connected to our clients and come from a place of service. How can I give them magnificent value and they will give you value in exchange of some type of money? So I think that's the first and foremost one. And then you have, and I know I teach this, but I truly believe that people must invest in their own personal development. Mm. We get in our own way of everything. Unless you invest in yourself, your old patterns are going to contaminate your forward path. I know that without a doubt. So we must keep ourselves clean and become as aligned and true, authentic as we possibly can. Great, great advice, Mandy. So magnificent value and really focusing on nurturing your clients. And then the second one is really about continuing your own professional development. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the blind spots, isn't it? We're just always trying to become more conscious and aware of what we're doing. And often as we're growing, we haven't been in these situations before, have we? So we'll default back to those patterns or what's familiar, which has obviously served us well in the past. Yes, and that's the problem. We are creatures of habit and we fall back into habit mode. Right. 45 to 95% of our day we operate. So most people in reality are trying to create a new future from their past because our thoughts become habits our emotions become memorized and become habits so we fall back into it and unless someone can help us see what we can't see it's very hard to see what is unseen yeah so very very much so and if I can just quote a really big fan of Joe Dispenza but you know he says this neuroscience research proves that 95% of who you are by the age of 35 years old is a memorized set of behaviors emotional reactions, unconscious habits, hardwired attitudes, beliefs, and perceptions that function as a computer program. So by the age of 35, most of how we operate is from our past. Right. And habits are unconscious. So unless we become aware and we get someone to help us see our blind spots, most people will never achieve quite that level of success that they want. Yes. Yeah. That's such great advice, Mandy. And I think, you know, for all of us is the world's changing so fast and trying to work out how we navigate through all this and the speed of it is being able to work out, well, the more aware we are, the more we can adapt 
and the more we can, you know, really achieve the practice and the lifestyle and the freedom and the fun and do all the good stuff and the work that we're put here to do. You're Absolutely. a breathing example of that. You're so inspiring. So, Mandy, for those who are really interested in the work you're doing, where would they be best to go? Where would you like them to head off to or if they want to follow you, what are they best to do? Sure. The first um, thing probably if they go to my website, which is uh-huh. www.mindsetforsuccess.com.au, uh-huh. there's a button right at the top where everybody is welcome to download a sample of a few tools I use, the Mindset Essentials Toolkit. And that's free for everybody. And then, of course, they can find me on LinkedIn, sometimes on Twitter, but mainly LinkedIn. And I do, I'm on Facebook and I do have a Facebook group called Winning Mindsets where they're more than welcome to come and and join me. Oh, great. Facebook groups, Winning Mindsets. Yes. Great. Fantastic, Mandy. Thank you so much for jumping on. Now, the other thing I need to ask you about is your book. You're going to be writing your book. What's happening with that? Good. Well, my book is called Rewire, yes. which is what I want to get out to the world. With neuroplasticity and all yes. the research, we can change. Mm. So I want to show more people and help more people how to change themselves to get better results. So my book, I'm aiming to have it written at the stage when I will then get it to the editor by the end of June. Trying to get it done before that, but I've given myself a little bit extra time as there's other things and yeah and then my mission is to get out there with a book and see how many more people I can help transform their lives fantastic Mandy well we are cheering you on and I can't wait to see the book when it comes out so for those who are following jump on Mandy's website go to mindsetforsuccess.com.au sign up for Mandy's newsletter I read it every single week it's fantastic so jump on and you'll pop on there no doubt when the book is coming out so we look forward to reading that as well so thanks so much for joining us today mandy we look forward to hearing more about your own success in future good thank you jane it's been a real pleasure you inviting me on here and and thank you so much it's yeah it's been a really wonderful half an hour or so with you 